0: You know how they say everyone has a breaking point? Well, the Republican Party may be at its breaking point. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining me today, man. I'll tell you, this Durham report that came out yesterday, bad news for the Democrats, bad news for Joe Biden, and bad news for Jake Sullivan, the national security um, advisor. The, I don't know if you heard about this, but Jake Sullivan had an incident at his home yesterday and a couple things about it are very quizzical we'll dive into that here in just a minute but i think it means that the people are sick and tired of being taken advantage of by the democrats and i'm not i'm not a proponent of breaking the law or breaking and entering or threatening anybody i'm just saying that there's some people out there that while well, you push and you push and you push and <clears throat> eventually they're just going to snap uh also this is very exciting news there's a uh, there's a cautionary tale about something that happened here in jacksonville yesterday with our mayoral election And I want to share that with you because I think that if you look at it as on a national scale, it mirrors a lot of ways what's going on nationally with elections and the outcome and the way the the race was run and the candidate selection. It's very important. Everybody understands it moving into 2024, especially if you're a Republican or a conservative, because it could change the face of our country for the worse. Also, uh, before we get into that, I should point out I'm I'm working again out of our construction site, our construction zone known as the new Marquet Show headquarters. And as you can see, boring gray and white wall behind me, in front of me, wires as far as the eye can see, dangling, you know, participles. No, not what do you call them, dangling, uh, you know, uh, electrical cords, computer monitors everywhere, none of them actually operational yet, ladder against the wall, wire cutters and drills everywhere. It's, it's, a, it's definitely, you know, a, a work in progress, but there is progress, and that's the Uh, That's the best part of it. And the wall that I'm staring at right over here, this long wall to my right is going to be our Catriot wall of excellence. Now, there's not going to be a picture of me up there, although I do, although I am an excellent (laughs) Catriot, but there's there's not going to be a picture of me up there. There's going to be a picture of 100 Catriots who have said, I would like to be inside your studio. I'd like to be inside your HQ forever enshrined on the wall. And there's a couple reasons you want to do that. Number one, to show your support for the Marque Show, to show your support as a liberty-loving, freedom defending patriot, somebody who enjoys the program and wants to see it uh, continue at the high standards that it's been at for. Okay, maybe you want it at higher standards. I understand, I, I understand that completely. Maybe you're like, you know, whatever I can do to make this show better, I'm going to do. But also, this is going to be something that's going to be seen by me every day, by Hannah every day, by Jay every day. We're going to have dignitaries, Congress people, and... And, you know, uh, pillars of our of our political community. We're going to have conservatives in here, maybe senators. Hell, perhaps even the next president of the United States. And they're going to be perusing around. And your photo could be right there on the wall for them to look at it and enjoy. And it doesn't have to be your photo. It could be a photo of a loved one. It could be a photo of somebody that, that you're very proud of. Maybe somebody who's serving in our military or served and unfortunately gave the ultimate sacrifice. Anyone you want to memorialize on our wall, anyone you want to celebrate, on our wall. Anyone who is truly a K-treat of excellence, you can put them up on that wall. Now, that's the first thing. The second thing is we are also going to send you one of these. It's going to have a picture of the show, me and Hannah and Jay, and we're going to autograph it. So you'll have an autographed Mark K Show Duralux tile, eight by eight. A high quality, high gloss metallic tile that you can hang anywhere you want. You can display it in your home, your office, wherever you like to, you know, display your memorabilia, plus five golden tickets. Five people will get a golden ticket. Five of those golden tickets will give you two VIP passes to join us here in studio uh whenever you want. We uh, we have to agree on a mutually uh, you know acceptable time. But you can come in here, you can watch the entire taping, three hours of the Marque Show, and I will even kick in lunch. That's up for grabs for five individuals. You gotta get your way, you gotta get your own airfare. You know, you gotta make your way to Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, but if you do, you'll be able to come and hang out at, at K treat HQ. And we were we are so excited. Uh, to see who gets who gets those. Those are randomly selected, by the way, from our patriots of excellence. So if you if that interests you, it's really easy to do. Go to markkstudio.com, markkstudio.com, and claim your square. All right, Jake Sullivan. So this Durham report comes out yesterday. And one of the hold on, let me take a swig of my coffee. Hmm. This Durham report comes out yesterday and that, or the day before. And everyone plows through the Durham report, and we all realize what's going on with the Durham report, and we all see that the Democrats have been lying to us forever. The whole Trump collusion thing, I've heard it called treason. Donald Trump, in fact, that's the first thing he truthed out. He wrote on Truth Social, treason! Treason! It's treason! Which he's not wrong. Um, you know, I've heard people say it's a coup. I think Dan Bongino was out there yelling it, it was a coup. Uh, it, Whatever it is, I, be- I personally believe, that it's an assault on our American democracy. I believe that it's illegal, and I believe that all these people should go to jail. Uh, But there are some people that, you know, let's just say they get angry and they take matters into their own hands. Maybe they don't trust the legal system. Maybe they've been sitting around for too long saying, you know, this legal system just doesn't work. We've been investigating these clowns for seven years. We all knew. We all knew Hillary Clinton was a liar. We all knew Russian collusion was not happening. In fact, we all knew it was happening with the Democrats Not the Republicans, not Donald Trump, the way they said it was. We all knew this was just bogus BS from the get-go. And now now this Durham report, what, is supposed to, I'm supposed to let the Republicans in Congress take care of this? I'm supposed to think that somebody's going to get indicted? Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And one of the biggest perpetrators of this fraud against the United States, and a continued perpetrator of fraud against the United States, is Jake Sullivan. Jake Sullivan used to work for the Hillary Clinton campaign. And in uh, during the time of the Hillary Clinton campaign, he was one of the guys who wrote up the reports about the server, the the Donald Trump Trump Tower server. You know, the one that had a direct link to Moscow where uh, where he could go in there and he could just access Moscow bank accounts and get his hands on Putin's cash and all this other wild and wacky stuff that they claim that Donald Trump could have done right from the comforts of his own home. Uh, That wasn't true. That didn't happen. It didn't exist. In fact, we believe that there were secret servers that Hillary Clinton had. We believe that Hillary Clinton was the one working with the Russians uh, to spread disinformation. In fact, we know about the Steele dossier, which Hillary Clinton bought and paid for, and, and showed to the FBI like, "Here, guys, look at this. look what I got, guys, this is hot stuff. You're going to want to see this right fresh off the presses." Meanwhile, Christopher Steele just you know, went to a Starbucks and wrote this thing up. Oh, let's see what else. what else could I put in this report?" I know, maybe the hookers urinated on the bed where Obama stayed. That's good. That, everyone will believe that. And then he, uh, he collected a big fat check from, from the uh, Clinton Foundation, and he went on his merry way. Well, Hillary Clinton took it to the FBI and said, boom, proof positive. No, it wasn't. That this went down. Proof positive that Donald Trump is a dirty, rotten scoundrel. Proof positive that he's working with the Russians. Proof positive that he can't be president. And of course, it was none of those things. If anything, it was proof positive that Hillary Clinton should never be president. And luckily, knock on wood, to this day, that is, she's not become president of the United States. and We need to keep it that way. But Jake Sullivan was out there, right-hand man, man. She was out there, Alexander Hamilton, this thing. He was writing the reports. I read one of them yesterday. He was writing the press releases. He was out there fighting the good fight, knowing full well that this was all bogus. And today, he's our national security advisor. He works hand-in-hand with joe biden and he does it to i guess keep the myth going he does it to keep a lid on the truth so that nobody ends up going to jail well yesterday somebody w- broke in to jake sullivan's home and somehow this is the interesting thing got past the secret service let me read you this, this is from microsoft uh, or msn rather the u.s secret service is investigating how a man entered the home of president biden's national security advisor in the middle of the night, roughly two weeks ago, uh, without being detected by agents guarding his house, according to three government officials. The unknown man walked into Jake Sullivan's home at around 3 a.m. one night in late April, and Sullivan confronted the individual, instructing him to leave. Two of the people briefed on the incident said there were no signs of forced entry at the home, according to one of the people. Sullivan has a round-the-clock Secret Service detail, but agents stationed outside the house were unaware that an intruder had gotten inside the home located in the West End neighborhood of Washington until the man had already left and Sullivan came outside to alert the agents. The intruder appeared to be intoxicated and confused about where he was, according to people briefed by the incident. Now, they've launched, they've launched an investigation, but there's a couple things that are, that are really weird about this. Number one, Jake Sullivan is not a, I mean, he's not out there every, you'd have to really know Jake Sullivan to want to break into Jake Sullivan's house. Also, a a an awkwardly drunken man who's confused about where he is is not going to slip past the Secret Service. If he does, the Secret Service has some real issues. The Secret Service has to has to really answer for that because that's a problem. I mean, the Secret Service isn't supposed to let anyone through, let alone some drunk who's who's uh, you know trying to fit his key in the door, going, "Why isn't it working? Where the hell is this my house?" That's not supposed to that's not supposed to happen. What I believe is that this is somebody who understands what's going on politically. This is somebody who understands uh, what's happening in the world. And this is somebody who, I don't think it's a Paul Pelosi situation, but this is somebody who has beef with Jake Sullivan and figured out a way to skirt around the secret service and get into his home in the middle of the night. Again, that's not something that happens by accident. That's something that has to be pre-planned, pre premeditated. That's somebody with beef and with this Durham report out now and with everything that we've known has been going on and with Jake Sullivan being the face of not just one lying administration, but two, uh, I think he's he's painted a big target on his back and more and more people are going to... And again, I'm not saying you should. You should never break into someone's house. If you don't like somebody, vote, them, vote their asses out of office. But there is... There is a tiny bit of... And by tiny bit, I mean a massive amount of you brought this on your selfishness to this. Like, this is... A lot of this is what the hell did you expect you know it's like january 6th when you and uh, back to january 6th i mean we know now that in 2016 the democrats lied to the world the american people they lied to the voters they lied to the fbi they lied the fbi lied to you everybody lied uh, who was a democrat in the 2016 election what makes anybody think now that we're supposed to believe nothing bad happened in the 2020 election this just adds credibility to every January 6th protester who entered the building this just adds credibility to every conspiracy theorist who said that Joe Biden brought in ballots in the middle of the night this just lends credibility to every single person who is questioned whether it's Tucker Carlson questioning Dominion software whether it's uh, whether it's uh, Lynn Wood or you know any of the others uh, Mike Lindell the MyPillow guy all these people they have just been bolstered because 2016 Hillary Clinton's claims about Russian collusion Everything that led up to impeachment number one and impeachment number two has been proven false by the Durham report. It was all a lie. If they're gonna lie in 2016 to keep Donald Trump out of office before he's ever president, what makes you think they're not gonna do the same thing in 2020 after he's been president for four years? I'm just saying. I'm not saying you should break into Jake Sullivan's house. I'm not saying you should attack any of these people who lied to you and potentially changed history illegally. I'm just saying if you are one of those people and you do have your house broken into or somebody attacks you on the street or somebody writes a nasty tweet about you or throws a dead rat in your window, any of those things, you just have to know that, you know, you can't take advantage of people and not expect a couple of them to crack on you. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, in in the meantime, speaking of elections, there was an election here yesterday in Jacksonville for our mayoral uh, for the well, for the mayor. This is the mayoral election to choose the mayor. That's how mayoral <laughs> elections work. Let me take a one more c- coffee break. Hang on. Hmm. And so we had two candidates. One's a Republican guy that's worked for the city for a long time, CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, knows Jacksonville inside and out, knows the relationships here in town, works with the Jaguars, works with the City Council. A guy that's been basically a professional proponent for the city working inside the city for decades. Then we had a woman, Democrat, who is a newscaster or was a newscaster. She's retired now, uh, but she was a newscaster. She's, she's a famous newscaster. She had kind of a scandalous past. She's been married to a couple of high-profile guys around here. She had a cancer uh, diagnosis, which she fought back valiantly. And then she created a big charity with her name on it. <laughs> so So everybody knows her, right? And she's blonde, you know, looks like a Florida newscaster would yeah, if you were like, you know what? I bet if you if I asked you to describe what a what a a six o'clock news anchor, female blonde from Florida would look like, it would be her. And uh that's about it. That's all her qualifications, by the way, to be mayor. And they ran a campaign and she was out there and she was saying, I'm Donna and I'm doing this and yada yada yada. And he was out there saying, well, I'm really good at the actual job. But he didn't have that newscaster polish. He didn't have that charisma that comes along with being on the nightly news for gosh ever uh and so when it came down to it unfortunately he lost and she won so now in jacksonville we have a democrat mayor a fe- the first female democrat mayor of jacksonville which kind of makes us it's, a, it's like our own little lori lightfoot <laughs> we're now we're like we're like the chicago of florida um and you know and we have the uh, we have the crime rate we have the crime rate to um to boot so that's where we are moving forward i now live in a blue city i live in a blue city with a democrat mayor First female, someone with no experience, somebody with no actual ability, but they were entertaining people for years on the news, and they were they had a marketable, noticeable brand, and they won. And that's what, that's what the cautionary tale is here, because Ron DeSantis the other day, and I played this the other day, and I want to play it for you again. Ron DeSantis was in Des, Mo- Des Moines, Iowa, and he was trying to swipe at Donald Trump, and he said something which, to this day, I contend is patently false, he did it in an effort to try and make Donald Trump, belittle Donald Trump, make Donald Trump like, look like lesser of a candidate. But it is wrong. And I'm going to play it for you again because I want you to listen to it. it. It was proven wrong yesterday here in the city of Jacksonville, Florida. Listen carefully. At the end of the day, governing is not about entertaining. Governing is not about building a brand or, or, or talking on social media and virtue signaling. It's ultimately about winning and about producing results. And that's what you've done in Iowa, and that's what we've done in Florida. Yeah, all right. So, look, governing is great. And yes, you need to, you need to get results to be a governor. That's what that's what governing's all about. Governing is about getting results. You promise people results, and then you go out and you govern and you get them. But you don't get to be governor unless you're entertaining and unless you have a, a marketable brand. And I talked about this the other day, but it bears repeating. Governing is great but you have to get there. You could, you know, you ever hire anybody? I don't know if you're into like the hiring practice. You don't hire somebody based on their ability. You, based, you hire someone based on their resume. You hire somebody based on the suit that they're wearing. You hire somebody based on their interview. Interview, I could be a great interview. I mean, I'm a horrible, by the way, I'm a horrible interviewer. I'm way too blunt. Uh, don't ever hire me for a job. I mean, I'd, luckily I have a job for now. Uh, but anyway, like, you know, some people are great at an interview, right? They go in and they're like, oh, this is a great comment. Look at this. I like, here's all the great things I can do for you. Yeah. Call my references. They're fantastic. And man, I love it here. And let's go win, win, win. And you're like, I want that guy on my team. And then you hire them and they don't do anything. They show up late. They leave early. They like wander around the office, talking to people. They don't do actual work. Then there's people that do actual work, but they sit in the interview like this. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know what my skills are. I don't know. I mean, I guess I have some skills, but I don't, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a hard worker. And you're like, that person, I don't know if I want that person in my. That person's going to bring down my office. But when it comes down to it, they're the one that's actually getting stuff done. So those, now there's, there's people that are both. There's people that come in and they make a great interview and then they go get stuff done. And that is, that is the kind of person you want. Now, Donald Trump is all about entertainment. Donald Trump is all about the brand. He spent his entire life entertaining people. He spent his entire life building the Trump brand. He has used entertainment as a way to create a billion dollar empire, build and buy real estate, brand his name, license it to everybody, become a TV star, and become president of the United States. Now, fun fact, once he got into office, he actually knew what he was doing and he was able to do the job, so win-win. Ron DeSantis is a great governor. Take it from me, I I've, I've voted for him twice. I've lived in the state of Florida under his entire reign, if you will. Fantastic governor. I love it here. He's got the chops. He knows what he's doing. But he doesn't, I don't think necessarily, have the same entertainment value and noticeable brand that Donald Trump does. For example, MAGA is a brand. MAGA, make America great again. If you vote for Donald Trump, you know what you're getting. You're getting MAGA. Ron DeSantis doesn't have that. Ron DeSantis needs that. And Ron DeSantis can't really ultimately attack that because that's basically what Ron DeSantis's brand is too. He's got to figure out a new way to say it and sell it to people better than Donald Trump. And that's a problem. It's, you're not going to outsell Donald Trump. Donald Trump not only has the experience, unlike the new mayor of Jacksonville, Donald Trump knows how to do the job. He has experience doing the job. He's not just a TV star with uh, with a big boisterous personality and a noticeable brand. You know, he actually can get the job done. He's done it before. And that's why I don't think anybody should attack anybody on the entertainment value or the brand of getting elected, because that's how you get elected. Even Joe Biden, who I mean, Joe Biden was not entertaining, right? I mean he was, but in a different way. He was entertaining in the way like you were watching him going, Oh my God, what the hell is he even saying? Oh my God, did he just make that really racist, inappropriate saying? Oh my God! Did he just say he's running for senator, not president? The entertainment value for Joe Biden was different. You would you would watch him the way you watch, like you know the way you watch <laughs> the way you watch. I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm I'm trying to think of something you would watch that's that's kind of like entertaining. I don't know, like a like a like a, a an injured bird wandering around with its wing. Is that something that's entertaining? Who knows? So, but that but in the at the end of the day, he had his brand, He had his build back better, but his real brand was. His, his marketing message was, I'm not Trump. That's what it was. Joe Biden mumbled and stumbled and, and yelled crazy stuff and didn't know where he was half the time and messed up the website. But his, his brand was, I'm not Donald Trump. And for a lot of people, that was enough. So anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with living in this blue city. I, we, luckily, we still have our, our governor, may, our mayor may be a Democrat, but our governor is still Ron DeSantis. We still have constitutional carry here, so I'm I'm I know that I'm protected. Um, but in the meantime, you know, do say a special prayer for me today. All right, uh, coming up at noon, the K Show, the complete K Show. So much to get into, so much to jump into. It is whatever you want Wednesday. So we're al- we're also going to spend a lot of time talking about whatever it is you guys want to talk about, and you guys come up with some great stuff. Plus, the Patriot Wall of Excellence is going up soon. Grab your tile. We're fifty percent sold out. We've sold exactly fifty of the one hundred, which means. We have exactly 50 left. Uh, MarkKStudio.com is where you go. MarkKStudio.com to grab yours and get up on our brand new wall of excellence, which is going to look fantastic when it's all said and done. Listen, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for coming back every single day. Share it with people that you love. Share it with people you don't love. Share it with anybody. Uh, like it. Write us a review. We're going to read some reviews next week, too, once we gather a couple more. So take a minute right now to, to review this podcast. It doesn't have to be a positive review. It'll be more likely that I read it if it is, but the the bad ones are funny too. Uh, But, but take a minute to, to leave us a review, write something nice about this podcast. We'll read some of those next week. And, uh, and as always, thank you so much for joining us because the, you know, I, I strive every single day to entertain you and build a brand so that together we can figure out who we need to put in place and what we need to do and how we need to work every single day and fight every day to save the Republic.